second, everyone. Want to make sure that we are good, good, good. And it looks like we are. So, hello, lovely ladies. I hope you all are doing well, my butterflies. All right, it is Coach V. Obviously, you all are tuned into the Freedom Reigns podcast. You know, it's time to chat. I have much to say. We're just going to go ahead and get this live one uh, shared to a couple of different places right now. Hope you all are doing well on this fabulous Thursday. Uh, my apologies. I know that I was supposed to do this yesterday. I had even shared the flyer saying that I was going to be doing it yesterday. That was just, it was a rough day. All right. It was definitely a rough day. Let's just go ahead and say that. Um, I had a lot going on. I had a lot to do. Um, work, of course, I've been catching up on everything since I myself again did fall victim, I guess you could say, to the whole COVID um, Omarion, <laughs> the Omicron madness that was going on. So I'm still playing catch up in many ways with some things. And of course, right now we are doing New Heart Academy. That is live. So of course, with that being said, I, you know, I have to teach class on Wednesday nights. So it was just, it was too much yesterday. I just, I couldn't get to the podcast and that's that. All right. I also had a coaching session because I do one-on-one -on -one coaching. But anyway, we are here today and that is that. So again, it's me, Coach V, here with the Freedom Reigns podcast. Freedom Reigns is all about helping marriage-minded Christian ladies be free from religion, be free from rules and law and all the false teachings and everything so that they can date wisely and win at love. I am the new love strategist, self-proclaimed, and I am all about helping single frustrated women renew their hearts and preparing them with the intentional dating skills that are necessary to win at kingdom love. Y'all know kingdom love is what? It is that combination of God's love, self-love, and real love. It is something that shows this beautimous relationship with a man and a woman who have both been dwelling, developing, and discovering, okay? I am a life dating and relationship coach. I'm also an online dating consultant with New Thing Life Coaching, where I help with healing, tending to the past, unpacking your love box, all of those things so that you can get out of your own way and build a new love language. Speaking of love language, ladies, for real, for real, if healing is something that you have not taken the proper steps to do yet, then let me tell you, you want to be an N2L. I provide all the intel and N2L. That is that community where it is a monthly membership. There's, yeah, cool merchandise, there's discounts, all that good stuff, but there is a training course that you get access to every month that is going to be extremely transformational. And for January, it's called Road to Healing. And I knew I have to talk about, I have to talk about healing a lot because a lot of the ladies who struggle with dating, with relationships, with love, with romance, with making certain decisions time and time again, it's something they have not tended to. It's something they have not healed from. And I know a lot of times we don't like to talk about healing or either it gets talked about too much and not told, you know, we don't talk about how to do it, the importance of it, um, some of the things that we might not even be aware that we need to heal from, but healing is key. So that course talks about you know, seven ways on how to, you know, seven steps to take. It talks about um, mama trauma, how to cut the cord from your mama, how to, you know, divorce your daddy, because those, those daddy issues are something that's present in the lives of many of you as well. So come on in N2L if you want, newthinglifecoaching.com forward slash N2L, and I will give you access to that class like very quickly, okay? 
And as I said last night, you know, of course, Wednesdays, that's when I do New Heart Academy live. And that is the one-stop win at love shop. Enrollment is about to close for that soon because there is a lot that goes into that academy. And if you get behind, you will find it very hard to even catch up. Let me just go ahead and say that. So I am about to close enrollment for New Heart Academy. Um, it is a lot going on. We'll be doing class three, you know, obviously next week. So look into that as well. But you can learn everything. I'll give you all the information later. Make sure you're on the mailing list so you know about WallCon, the, the Win at Love conference that's coming up. We, it's this, this theme this year, like we are breaking chains this year, all right? So... Coach V, explain yourself. Because it is time to clear the air, all right? And if you have questions, again, let me know. There's something, I know I, I say a lot of things that some people either don't understand or don't agree with. So if you have questions, let me know. Send those comments to heysis at newthinglifecoaching.com. And I might even address it in an upcoming podcast, all right? Here's the thing. I speak on gender roles a lot. I speak on gender roles a lot. I also see, you know, others mention how it's the 21st century and things are outdated and, you know, how a lot of times like men are still talking about, you know, where are the women that cook, where are the women that clean? And I realize that a lot of times women have some type of smart remark to those questions. It's like, well, where are the men that pay the bills? Like, you know, that's always their response to everything, which is always interesting to me because there are a lot of men who are paying the bills and all about being a provider. And if you are not coming across those men who are willing to do those things, that is a you issue. It's something that you need to change, whether you are attracting certain men, you're entertaining certain men, you are not in the right, you know, position. Cause I always talk about positively positioning yourself. You need to make sure that you are in the right place and position to even attract men. But I don't understand why that's something that a lot of women always immediately turn back to when men are, you know, just genuinely asking that question, like, do women still do that? And we seem to get offended. And I really just wish that women would stop focusing on what men are and aren't doing and simply know their role in their place, period. Like, I am definitely, I am quick to shout out and tell people like, girl, domesticate yourself. And that is where it's like, okay, Coach V, explain yourself. Like, I can hear you now. I hear you. Like, what do you mean domesticate? What are you talking about? Know your role and know your place. And again, this is modern times and 21st century and, you know, equality, all that other good stuff. Listen, I can hear you and I have no problem doing so in this episode that might rub some women the wrong way. And again, I am cool with that. I am cool with the fact that some women are not going to agree with some of the things that I am going to say, all right? What we are going to remember is that at the end of the day, I am a Christian coach that teaches according to the Bible for Christian women, okay? Like there's an upcoming class in my academy and it's called The Power of She. And it's all about like womanhood. It's all about like being in your role as a woman, like there is a difference between a female, a woman, and a lady. So I talk about all of those things, and we're even touching on that in February's course in N2L, like in the monthly membership. I speak on gender roles within my classes, and I really want to expound on this. And I love having like some conversations even with my best friend because, you know, she's married, and she says a lot, like she's like, girl, she's like, there's so much that I'm learning from you when it comes to domesticating myself. She's like, you know, when it comes to, 
you know, wanting to be a certain kind of wife. She's like, no, I don't want to go based on what society says. She's like, but you have so much insight with this. And, you know, you teach according to the Bible. You know, she's Christian and she reads the Bible and more and more. She's now understanding what it is I've been shouting and talking about all of this time. So why the need to domesticate? One, because you are a woman of the word. I know we always say a woman of God and all that other good stuff, you know, and that is true as well. But let, let's go ahead and make it clear. You are a woman of the word. There are many scriptures in the word, okay? And one of my favorites is Genesis 2.18, where it talks about it is not good for man to be alone. I will make a helper for him. When you look at the amplified version, it's saying that it is not beneficial for a man to be alone. I will make a counterpart, one who balances him out, one who is suitable and complementary for him. So it's so much that goes into that scripture alone that talks about the reason why women were created. It's like God created all of these things and said it was good. And then he rested. He saw that it was good. And then he rested that like, and he created all of these things. And then he kept on going. And then he was like, you know, let us, us as in father, son, and the Holy spirit, let us create humans in our image. So Genesis 1:27 it talks about so in the image of God man created them male and female he created them. So our value and identity are found in Christ. We see that there. So then it talks about how he took that man, he planted him in the garden, he gave him dominion, told him, "Hey, take care of these things, take care of these things." And it was like, "Wait a minute, it's not good for man to be alone." Okay, you know, let me take some of these. Okay, no, these animals they don't really fit. This is not the right fit. These animals are not going to be the proper companion that this man that I have created is going to need. So it says, no, I need to make someone who is suitable for him and his purpose, someone who is going to complement him and his purpose and his life where they can balance each other out. They will balance each other. They are going to provide for each other. There are going to be strengths and weaknesses. There are all of these things that I have given to this man. And there are some things that only this, this next thing that I am going to create is going to be able to help because everything else just won't do. And then it talks about in Genesis 2.22, how God then created the woman and we were created. Why? Because God said it is not good for man to be alone. I am going to make a helper for him. And I know it's easy for a lot of us. We've been single for a while and, you know, doing things on our own and single parents. I'm sure you can agree, you know, when it's single moms, y'all understand like with certain things that, yeah, we've been, you know, single and running the household. And yeah, we have been put in some roles and positions that we were never meant to even fulfill alone. Let's be real. So I know that's why a lot of women are just like, you know, when it comes to the whole gender roles and domesticating and independent, I get it because you've been all along in a role that you were never supposed to be in. You were not created to be a single parent. We are created for relationships at the end of the day. There is an order that is supposed to take place. There, There's a way that all of these things are supposed to happen. And the Bible makes that very, very clear at the end of the day. And there's this word called condition, and it's a Jewish marriage that's based on sanctification and covenant, which obviously like all marriages should, should be. Well, even that word condition, it ties to, um, it ties to root words that talk about holy separateness that are pretty much in reference to the man and woman having specific things that they each bring to the table. 
And I know a lot of women are just like, I am woman, hear me roar, and anything a man can do, I can do better. I get all of that. But you have to realize Romans 12 too. Do not conform to the ways of the world. The world is operating one way, but if you are a woman of the word, then you operate a different way. And it's understanding you have a purpose. And no, am I sitting here saying that no, your purpose is solely to be a wife and solely to help a man? No, as a wife, yeah, that is your top priority and purpose. As a godly wife, absolutely. And again, we talked about that a lot in class last night. We're gonna talk about it more even in an upcoming class. But when you look at the Proverbs 31 woman, okay? So Proverbs 31, this was actually written by King Lemuel's mother and it was telling him that that woman was rare. That's why it even says like, you know, such a, a, a valuable woman who can find, you know, just different translations say different things. But it talks about like, hey, this woman is rare. Like if you see like this woman, she, she cooked, she cleaned, she took care of her house. She took care of her children. She tended to her husband. It says this woman was praised and people loved her. They felt blessed to even be in her presence. Don't get it twisted. Homegirl had her own money as well. She had her own coins. She was still securing the bag. But first and foremost, this woman took care of home. And Christian women, women of the word are to emulate this woman, we are to emulate the virtuous woman in Proverbs 31. I dare you to read Proverbs 31 in as many different translations as you can find, just so you get a clear picture of the kind of woman that she was. Now, I get that times are changing, but the thing is that his word remains the same. And when you look at, you know, Proverbs 18:22, when it says, he who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. When you study the Bible and when you look at even like the King James Version and then really start getting into the Hebrew context, good thing from Proverbs 18:22, it is correlating to the kind of woman that we see in Proverbs 31. When it says good, it's not saying, hey, he who finds a wife, when you make a woman a wife, you're blessed. No. That scripture is saying a man who comes across a godly woman, one who knows God and knows how to take care of her husband and one who's going to be amazing when it comes to, you know, finances and cooking and cleaning and taking care of the house and everything and making sure that things are run smoothly. When a man happens to stumble upon or cross paths with or come across that kind of woman and he is wise enough to make her a wife that is how he finds his favor that is how he obtains i'm sorry favor from the lord when he comes across a godly wife a godly wife who is yes domesticated okay another reason to domesticate is because seemingly it's women Y'all, it is us. And I say us and I use that loosely like, yes, I'm a woman, but I am completely domesticated, okay? But it is seemingly the women that have issues with this. And it's the women who are wanting to deviate from this. Yet men are desiring and marrying these kind of women. Am I talking about all men? No, I'm sure you know somebody that knows somebody. Again, we're talking about people of the word and people who are doing things according to his word. Okay, that's what I'm talking about. Because like anybody can be a wife, anybody can be a husband. All you got to do is just like hey, meet me at the altar in your white dress. Like I'm talking about certain kind of people. But yeah, so and the, we don't care about the kind of women that other men 
you know, that certain men are marrying, right? But the kind of man that you want, that you have been praying for, the kind of man that you have been preparing and praying for and waiting and working for, men in that category, men that have that kind of character, they are desiring and marrying a certain kind of woman. And if we're honest, it is typically women that complain about gender roles. And again, the men of certain character and quality, the good men, the MVPs that I teach my clients to attract, they have, these men have no issues providing financially. These are the kind of men that have no issues with taking care of the house. But the issue is that women today, they talk about cooking and cleaning being outdated, but they think a man is supposed to handle the finances. Isn't that a little bit one-sided? Some, something's not adding up. Something's not making much sense to me. We can say, oh man, I'm not about to be cooking and cleaning. Da, da, da. No, but I need a man who's going to provide and knows how to take care of home and he should be handling, if not all the bills, most of the bills. Now, let me add, having an issue taking care of home shows that you will struggle being a godly wife. Now, again, I'm not saying just the wife, not a wife, but a godly wife. There are certain things you're like, no, this is how it's going to run in my household. This is how I feel like things have been, should be done. Cool. You're entitled. I'm not here to change your mind. I'm here to open your mind. I'm not here to change your mind. I'm just here to teach, okay? You will always find, there's always gonna be somebody out there who's gonna feel the way that you feel, think the way that you think, and do what it is that you wanna do. That's cool. But where's this issue coming from with the whole now, like women, we don't wanna take care of home. And like, I don't know. I think for, I know for some women, it's because you did too much for the wrong man. So you see like maybe domesticating, and you see that whole like roles and things like that. You kind of see it as, um, maybe like a sign of weakness, perhaps. I know that some of you, maybe you found yourself in a relationship where you were seemingly submitting to someone that you weren't even married to. I get it. But I know I talk about gender roles a lot. I teach and talk about this even in my Write the Vision workshop for a few reasons. Like you can have your list, you can have your preferences, right? On how you think, um, the house upkeep should go, how finances should go, you know, raising children, the whole nine. My whole thing is just, first of all, whatever you're desiring, ensure that you are fair and reasonable with what you are wanting. Make sure that you are dating according to the desire. Make sure also that you have the confidence to communicate that early on. I always talk about those four marriage killers, those things that end up killing marriages because they were not discussed before the vows and everything else. Like we got to talk about those hard conversations early on as you are developing emotional intimacy with a man. Why? Because at the end of the day, once you fall in love, all rationale is out the window. I've spoken about that before. A brain that is in love You'd be surprised at what that looks like even on actual MRI scan studies have been done when it comes to this stuff, okay? So this is why it's like, no, you need to get to know this person. You got to get to know a man as a person before you even think about him as a partner because otherwise you will find yourself all in la-la land, all in love, and you're saying I do, and then y'all don't even discuss certain things ahead of time. 
So yes, I'm always talking about gender roles. And listen, I'm not saying gender roles and know your place as in like, I'm not saying that you need to be barefoot pregnant and in the kitchen. That is not what I'm telling you to do now. Some of you might be cool with that. Call me crazy. I am. But again, that is just the woman that I am. But I belong in the kitchen. Okay. Like I love to cook. Cooking is literally my love language. I don't, I will not cook for any old body. I don't believe in eating around any old body. Like that is why, like, even when I was out there in those dating streets, like me going on a date, I've never really been one to actually say, okay, like our first date, we can go and sit down and go to breakfast, lunch, or dinner. I don't believe in just breaking bread with any old body. <laughs> like that is just, that's just me. Okay. But cooking is my love language. I love being in the kitchen. That is my place of peace. And it's like when I find recipes that have like a whole lot of steps and a whole lot of ingredients, like the more that I get to chop and dice and puree and mince and saute sizzle, the smells, tasting, the whole, like that makes me happy. <laughs> and children, I love kids. I always have like my family and friends that are like, oh, I'm so excited to be able to drop my kids off to you. And when I have kids, I'm bringing, because you are just great with, I love kids. I love taking care of home. I love decorating. I love all of those things. And though I've never been married, but even, yeah, like when I, one relationship, like we actually, we live together, but you know, even I see the way that I've always been in a relationship. Like I'm, I'm just, I'm that person. And even when dating, I would let men know where I stand. Like they knew up front when it comes to house, when it comes to finances, when it comes to certain things, this is where I stand. I am not changing on this. Yeah, I've done the like dating men and then we once we start even talking about like finances and whatever, men who whatever when it came to like 50-50 and whatever, no, that, that's not for me. It's not. Just not at all, okay? So I'm also not saying get in the kitchen and fix the man a sandwich. Like I'm not saying like, girl, like you need to, this is what you need to be practicing and doing. Like I'm not saying that, but I mean, would it hurt? Like there's nothing wrong with fixing a sandwich. <laughs> But what's wrong with tending to a man who you expect to handle and do certain things? Because like there are certain things outside of the house I'm just not going to touch and do. There are certain things I am just not going to be responsible for. But there are also certain things that my man, my husband is never going to have to worry about. Again, that's just me. I, I, and I know that not all of this part that I'm saying right now is Bible. I know a lot of it is just also old school as well, but... I wish I would ever have to see my, like, washing some dish. Like, if he, you know, works hard and whatever, like, boo, I, I got you. Like, I am all, like, we're going to spoil and cater to each other, but it's just going to be in different ways. But again, what's wrong with tending to a man who you expect to handle and do certain things? Because I know that a lot of you women that I speak to and, you know, I see a lot of the things that people post and talk about and what, so a lot of modern women today, they still have traditional values and expectations when it comes to the man, but they don't have those same things applied to themselves. Now, obviously, I am not speaking to the 50-50 people and the we share responsibilities people. Obviously, I'm not talking to y'all, okay? That works for some. But I'm speaking to the women who are like, the man is to do X, Y, Z. I just want to know, okay, then are you tapping into your womanhood? And not this new age mess today. Like some of the things that get shared, I remember even just like recently, someone someone had said the other day, um, like, you know, well, men have to work two or three jobs, you know, if their wife isn't going to work as well, and that's unfair. And why should a, you know, man have to do all of this? And again, like I said, this was said by a woman 
This is a woman that said this, by the way. Um, and I see what she was saying. Now, I would never have my, you know, husband in a position where, you know, he's struggling and I'm just whatever. And, you know, but of course, we know how some men are. Like some men, they will never even tell you things because, again, a lot of men, they have certain things wired and ingrained in them. So I do see what she was saying. But I will also say I don't know any of those men. I don't know any man who has to work two or three jobs to take care of his family. And because his wife is sitting at home doing nothing. What I am aware of is the men around me who take care of home with one job and a good job. Where wives, you know, that work only if they want to. And maybe it's because those wives, if they are working, whether it's outside of the home or inside the home, whether it's part-time or whatever, and still having the men that take care of everything, a lot of those women, they contribute or maybe perhaps take care of like the small things. Maybe like the smaller bills or... You know, maybe it's like, hey, I'm not, I remember talking to one woman. She was like, not only do I work, she's like, but I make more money than my husband. But my husband is still very old school and he is not for a woman contributing anything to the house. She's like, so now here it is. I make more money. He's spending all of his. She's like, but guess what? Now I have my money where if I want to fly out to a whole nother state or country, guess what? I get to treat us to those things. If I even hear my husband mention something that he wants, whether it's shoes, video, she's like, I love being able to do those things for him. She's like, but that's what works for us. She's like, but I don't pay any bills. So she's like, yeah, so sometimes, you know, I, I hire people to come and do this, anything to still contribute and to give back. I know it, like I said, different people, there is no blueprint. There is no formula. I don't want to go deep with this and come off as sexist or whatever. What I am saying, ladies, is just to be a woman. That's all. The softness, the vulnerability, and all that we can bring to the house and atmosphere. Like, I, I hate that saying, what is it? Happy wife, happy life? No, I believe in happy house, happy spouse. That's just me. However, comma, <laughs> I do see where that saying comes from, you know, happy wife, happy life. I see why a lot of people say that because it's like when mama ain't happy, no one is happy, right? But at the end of the day, like that really just goes to show our power and how we can change the atmosphere with our attitude, etc. Like no one is saying be stressed out and take on these extra roles, sewing and making clothes like homemade soaps and whatnot. Like I'm not saying any of that. It's just that women today have gotten very far off from being a woman and being a godly wife, especially for those who are of the Christian faith. Yet we post and we ask why marriages aren't lasting today like they did years ago. Well, it's because we're changing the game. That's why. Now, make no mistakes again. I also understand a lot that kind of goes into it. Like I went in depth in NP2I, like the whole course that I did on black women who are struggling at love. I went deep on this. Like when you look at the marriage rates and the divorce rates and all of the different statistics for black women and where we stand with many things, you know, so I went into like, we got to look at history. We got to look at, you know, why there are certain things that we are now dealing with. And when it comes to, you know, finances and just struggling in our relationships in general. So a lot of those things 
I, I get, I get why the game is changing because again, as I also said at the beginning of this podcast, more and more, we are also finding ourselves dealing with certain things and taking on certain roles that we were never even meant to fulfill. So a lot of us right now, again, when you also think about where things stem from our parents, right? And from our grandparents, when you really go back, a, you know, go, go a ways back. Like a lot of things make sense, especially and again, I'm a coach. I don't care about, you know, like, you know, race. I'm not a coach just for black women, but a large majority of my clients, my listeners, you know, my fans and everything, they are black. So again, I did a whole course because there are a lot of things that we are changing the game on and we are changed. Like they're just, we're just in a new time. I get that, but I am definitely an old school person though, yet and still. And yes, I believe in men handling certain things and women women handling certain things. But let me make it clear. I also have a son and a daughter. I ensure that my son knows compassion, emotions, and cleaning up behind himself. I ensure that my daughter knows how to help and do certain things. I make sure that they both know about making the other sex feel special and validated and appreciated, you know, and carrying your weight and just certain things that I still teach them. I don't want my son to leave here looking crazy. We're going to pray for him because sometimes he, he gets in the kitchen and he looks a little bit crazy and he's like, mom, how do you, I'm like, Lord child, like you're not going to leave my house and go straight to having a, like you need to learn how to do some of these things. So, you know, we, my daughter and I, like we laugh and we still teach him certain things and make sure, you know, obviously I'm not trying to have the boy leave my house and just be looking cray cray. But then I also see that my daughter has a lot of me inside of her. Where she's like, D, I, I got it. Nope, I'll, I got you. Or like if she's about to make her, hey, D, I'm about to make this. You want me to make you some like, but again, we it's still all a balance and knowing certain things all together. Partnership. Partnership at the end of the day. I see many women, many of you who have a mile long list of what the man needs to bring but there's silence about what you offer and what you're willing to do. And I just really want you to check that and reflect on that. We all have some type of list. I don't care what you say. There's something that you can say right now. What do you look for in a man? I know some women have a physical list, whether it's a mental list, whatever. There's something that you would rattle off about what you are looking for or wanting in a man. I just need you to check that when it comes to, okay, what do you offer? And what makes you a prize? Because I'm, I'm all about the dual prize mentality. <laughs> That's another class that I teach in my academy. All right. Like I said, when I'm getting women all the way straight, we ain't playing this year. We're not playing this. We're, not, we're, we're just, we're not. Okay. So write the vision. Again, a lot of you, you have a list, but is your list what God has declared about husband, wife, man, woman, and marriage? You need to check your list. Because again, if we are women of the word, God owns the copyright to marriage. God is the one who created marriage. He determined how it should be and what it's to look like. And what he said was it was not beneficial for the man to be alone because he had given Adam dominion over many things, over everything. But Adam needed a helper to help him with the things that God had entrusted to him. Corinthians talks about men needing us, not us needing them. It says how wives were created for the husband, not husbands created for the wives. I know I just kind of shut some of you up because a lot of times, oh, I can't wait to get a husband so he can do blip, blip, blip and do all of these different things. Men are incomplete without us, meaning we add 
to their lives. We help them fulfill their purpose. Corinthians also mentions our purpose as women being serving the Lord and walking in our purpose too, because we still have a purpose. Like your purpose is not just, oh, okay, well, I'm not supposed to do anything until I get a man and get married and find out what he needs help with. If that's what you're taking from this, you're missing everything, okay? Whether single or married, you have a purpose. But when married, that means you're also to tend to your husband at the end of the day. And this is not stuff, I, like if I were to actually pull out all the scriptures, we would be here forever. There are plenty of scriptures that it tells, it tells and talks about what wives are to do, what husbands are to do. But again, if nothing else, hold on to what I said about Proverbs 31, read it in many different translations. And again, going back to Proverbs 18, 22, because it's talking about a man who comes across a Proverbs 31 kind of woman. Look at the King James Version. Look at all the Hebrew. If your Bible has a concordance, like it'll talk like all of those things, okay? So when you think about what Proverbs 31 says and the other scriptures on being a wife, think about how do you fit? How do you measure up? Being just completely honest, reflect on that because I'm about to shut up. I'm about to end this. But like, this is what N2L is all about. Each month, we are laying a different brick to build the foundation so that women can become what God wants them to be in their preparation to be wives according to the word. Like we look at womanhood, children, hygiene, finances, sex, how to love a man properly, dating, purpose, submission, communication, all that are the good stuff. Writing the vision is about looking at your purpose, your gifts, your strengths, your weaknesses, like your idea on what gender role should be, all of that good stuff so that you know after you have that vision, now you will know how to choose a man that fits the vision. Ladies, you have to have a vision. If nothing else, have a vision. I talk about that a lot. You have to have a vision. How can I help you with your vision? I help with that in three ways. Like literally write the vision as a workshop at bit.ly forward slash NTLC classes. There's an upcoming class in the academy on vision. There's an upcoming training course in N2L on vision. You have to have a vision. And just when it comes to him, like, as in your match, the person that you're going to choose and they're going to choose you. If you want a Christian man, if you want a godly man, then understand this. The average man, again, the MVPs, not even average, but most men truly do have it ingrained in them to provide. They're going to have it in them to provide for you and your household to protect you and the house. Now, one thing that I've talked about before, and I'm not going to go too deep with this. Now, again, when you end up having some women who have been used to doing it alone and because of the need, the desire, the hashtag D word, desperation for a man, when you have women who have dealt with father wounds and mama trauma and abandonment issues and rejection and things like that, sometimes you will try to make anyone a man you will audition you will you know offer up things that you were never even supposed to offer no i'm not even just talking about sex you will end up doing things for a man not even allowing him to be a man so it's like that means you're out of line 
And then it's like, obviously a man who will allow certain things, they're out of line. So it's like, this is how we see certain things taking place. But your average man is going to have it in him. Like I am to provide, I am to protect. Now, I did not say that he is going to pay all the bills. <laughs> I didn't say that. But he is going to know what it is to be a man. Your job is just to be a woman. That's it. He is going to know what it is to be a man. And it's being with a, a, a woman who, what, who knows her role and her place, like in the house, marriage, like. I saw a text thread on social media even recently. Um, it was a man, he was texting, I'm assuming his wife, could have been girlfriend, I don't really know like their status, but you know, he was just like, hey, like, you know, like I, I take care of all the bills, I'm handling everything, like I just expect you to, you know, I'm just asking you to like get my socks and you know, like my long johns and my underwear and whatever he was saying. And her response was pretty much like, dude, handle that yourself. <laughs> she was like, you know, you, you crazy. Like, well, who do you think I am? Like, you should be able to. He was like, okay, we'll talk about this when I get home. <laughs> yeah, she was pretty much like, what do I look like? Mind you again, he pays the bills and she does nothing. Like, I don't know. Again, I, I can't really go to whatever as far as just the text thread, but he was like, look, I'm, I'm handling everything. I'm just expecting you, like, you can't take care of this aspect for me. Like, this is the mess I'm talking about. And this is what I see. Like, I'm sorry, but with, no, I'm not sorry. This is what I see with a lot of women. A man needs to know how to blip, 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 and he better blip, 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 and I shouldn't have to da, 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 da. And a man, he needs to come in here and know how to do this. And a real man, we got so much to say about a real man and a real man this and this. A man would know how to do this. But then it's like, we look at like, what what are, the, what are these men, our slaves? Because then it's like, we look at it like, but if we do and look out for them, that makes us weak or what? Like, I don't understand the mentality. Women who expect the most from a man, but refuse to state how she can benefit his life are engaging in self-betrayal in their dating lives. Some of you might say, well, that's a little extreme and far-fetched, Coach V. No, not really. Because self-betrayal means what? That you are betraying yourself and that you are betraying yourself in the way that you are now betraying your desires. You are betraying yourself due to fear of even tapping into your femininity. You are betraying yourself because you are allowing that fear to potentially cause you to miss out on an amazing man who will provide for you and do the absolute most. But the only thing you can focus on is what he can do for you, but you can't come up with how you can benefit his life. That is a problem. That is a problem. And this is also a problem because of your determination to not be who God desires for you to be as a woman who is set apart in a holy way. Because a Christian man, a good man, a man who is serious about a wife, and providing and protecting and building and growing. He wants to be loved, respected, and appreciated. And what I see today with men is that a lot of them today are marrying women who are still good with domestic duties. Hashtag, here's my little secret. I spend a lot of time on online dating, on online dating sites. I spend a lot of time why? No, because I'm not, I'm not trying to find no man. 
It's because I'm an online dating consultant. So I need to make sure as an online dating consultant that I'm obviously able to effectively coach women when it comes to their profiles and what to do on each of these sites and whatever. And yes, for, for a very select group of people, I actually run their online dating profiles for them in a in a weird kind of matchmaking kind of way. But anyway, um, so I spent a lot of time on dating sites as a woman. So I get to see a lot of these profiles of men. And yeah, of course, there's some foolishness. And you know, there's not a way you can't just go on there and then hide your profile and whatever else. So, you know, I'll have like men who, you know, try to talk to me and I tip, you know, ignore, let them know, hey, this is why I'm here. Like, I'm not looking to meet anybody. I'm good in that area. So I, I read the profiles, I get messages, I interact with a lot of men and I, you know, like I said, I tell them why I'm there and, you know, they, a lot of them, they, they find it very interesting and they, you know, look for advice. I listen to their gripes, you know, I'm asking like, how long have you been on here? Like, what is it that you're looking for? Like, we will go deep in a lot of these conversations and a lot of these men are clear as to what they want and why. They are very clear about what it is they're looking for. They make it very like, this is the kind of man that I am. Like, this is the kind of woman that I want. And so it's funny to me, you know, and I always say like, you, you really do have to have a lot of patience when it comes to online dating. And especially if you're new to it and you don't really understand how it operates. I get it. There is a lot to it. Um, but regardless of what it is that you've been told or that you've experienced or whether it's just one site or one week on a site, or just because you had one bad experience, there are a lot of great men in general. There are a lot of great men on like a lot of those sites. Great men still exist. Men still provide. Men still want marriage. There are a lot of these men who still believe like, no, like I believe like it is my responsibility to take care of the house, to take care of the bills, to make sure that my wife wants for nothing. A lot of men are still like that, okay? And like I said, a lot of them, they still desire and want marriage. Oh, and let me add this before I go. And the number one reason that men still state like why they desire marriage and when studies were done as to why, you know, asking men like what made you get married, the number one top answer has still consistently been because they wanted someone to love. Because they wanted someone to love. And I think that's funny because Ephesians 5 gives this instruction to husbands. That's exactly what Ephesians 5 talks about. Husbands, love your wives. And a lot of these men are saying, I got married or I want to get married because I just want someone to love. I want to love a woman. I want, there's a woman that I know. I just want to show her love. So it's interesting that the men seem to be getting it right. Definitely something to think of, something to think about. Ladies, I love you. You already know. Take it all, uh, take it all from a good place. All right. I mean, well, right. <laughs> I am the new love strategist and I'm a professional coach and I'm here to help you win at love. All right. 2022 can look so different for you. If you take the necessary steps, you can again, visit newthinglifecoaching.com. You can join the, we will win movement that we will win movement. That is a group of women that are either in N2L or new heart Academy. For those who are joining both, you get 25% off your monthly membership 
of the N2L. Again, any classes that I've mentioned, I know I, were I was talking about many different things. Any classes mentioned can be found either on the classes tab or even by visiting bit.ly forward slash N-T-L-C classes. But while you're at newthinglifecoaching.com, make sure you subscribe so you can stay in the know about the upcoming virtual WallCon conference. You can subscribe to the podcast, follow New Thing Life Coaching on Instagram and Twitter, and or if you are a single woman, you can come into my private group on Facebook called The Sash Tribe. I pray that all of you are blessed. I pray that you all stay safe. Single ladies, remember, hashtag we will win. That's just that, all right? Y'all take care.